You're listening to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now with your host, Jackie Koch, the podcast with all the tips and tools to help you succeed when all of a sudden you have the realization that you're the one in charge. Welcome back to the show. Today we're talking all about three things you should have on your mind when you're building a team. You should be thinking about these things very regularly. Some would argue constantly, especially if you have a team. And in my experience, I've seen people make hires, hire some folks to join the team, and then just let them off to do their own thing, hoping it all works out, not putting a lot of intention into the three things we're going to talk about that will help your business scale. Excited to dig into these. I think you're going to find that a lot of them are related to a lot of the podcasts that we have on the show. But it all buttons up into the three things that you really have to think about. And the book, The Making of a Manager, which I highly, highly recommend you read. The book is Making of a Manager by Julie Zoe. She talks about a lot of things in her experience of becoming a first-time manager. If you don't know about her, she was one of the first people hired at Facebook. And she was an intern. And all of a sudden, she ended up being like the VP, maybe even higher of product after a time, right? So all of a sudden you're getting promoted and you're having to be a boss. So she had to learn things and she wrote a book about it and it's a really great book. So highly recommend you read it. And she talks about the three things managers should be thinking about constantly. I actually argue that we can take it a step further to say these are the three things that entrepreneurs who have a team should be thinking about constantly or even who want to grow a team. Maybe you haven't started hiring yet These are things you should start to have on your mind to think about to prepare you for when you're ready to hire. And so the three P's are purpose, people, and process. Purpose is about the outcome your team is trying to accomplish. We've talked about missions and purposes and in a lot of different podcasts, but essentially you and your team should know exactly why the work you're doing matters. Why does it even matter? What are you doing? What's your impact? And if this is missing, you're going to run into a lot of unmet expectations and a confused group of well-meaning people who come to work and just do things, check things off a box, off of a to-do list, check off Asana, whatever it is. And sometimes what different people are doing will contradict one another, or it's not the right thing, or they don't have the right understanding of their purpose to properly make decisions on what's urgent versus important, that whole matrix. So you want to make sure people are aligned and working on the right thing. And that's what your purpose helps do. And it's not something you can just shove down people's throats and say it once and then be pissed off or confused when your team doesn't get it. Or even worse, they don't agree, but they don't say anything. Your job as a boss is to make sure everybody understands what success looks like. And here's the kicker. They have to understand it but they have to be bought into it. They have to be excited about it. They have to be what we call that Lululemon enrolled into achieving it. You need to get them excited. And so basically you have to be able to share your vision with clarity and influence your team to achieve it. So you have to get good at your influencing skills. I'd say many of you listening probably are suck at influencing skills or the art of influencing others. Maybe you don't suck at it. Maybe you're good at it. Maybe you're good at it for your customers, right? You're able at selling and influencing your customers on why they should work with you, what services you provide, the products that you provide. 
you're good at selling to them and you're shitty at influencing and selling your team. And so you got to think about bringing that internal and make sure you're constantly influencing them and making sure they're bought in to your purpose, not in a manipulative way. Your team has the option to leave if they don't agree with it, but you want to make sure you're continually getting them excited about why they're working for you, what they're doing, and helping them stay motivated when shit gets hard, because it does, especially if you're a small business. Stuff happens, you're working on a project that's not going as planned, you're working on something that's requiring a lot more of your time and energy. You want them to be bought into why they're doing it so that they get through it in a positive way instead of checking out or getting unmotivated. And you have to believe it yourself. You have to understand how all the mundane things that you do in your business contribute to the larger why and get good at embodying that for your team and helping them see that as well. So that is purpose. The next is process. You may not have a team yet. And so you might want to start thinking about process. And this is how your team works together. Now more than ever, it's important with the world of remote and hybrid teams Since those are here to stay, not going anywhere, we're all reinventing work together and moving through uncharted terrain together. It's fun and scary and frustrating and all of that stuff, but this is where we are. So now more than ever, how your team works together matters and is critical to your success. You may have had a very clear, articulated purpose. You might have the right people in the right seats, but if you... More importantly, if they don't understand how they're supposed to work together to get stuff done, or if they don't know what the team values are or the operating procedures, you're not going to be as effective as you could be. So you have to take time to establish core values, operating procedures, like how you make decisions, respond to problems, the systems you use, deadlines for returning emails, how do we use Slack, parameters for communication, all of those things, you're going to not be as effective as you could be. These are the most important things you get good at. How to run effective meetings. We have a whole podcast on that. Learn from your mistakes and learn how to make adjustments so that you don't make the same mistakes in the future. So implement lookbacks or whatever it is that you want to implement to your business so that you're looking back and learning from things and then making changes so they don't happen again. You also have to get good at future planning. And then finally, cultivating a healthy culture. I'm excited because you're listening to the show, so you care about that. So you're already getting some nuggets about this stuff, which is amazing. So that's process. And then also just platforms. I mean, I kind of mentioned that, but think about the platforms and set things up in a way so that people can work well together. And then the third P is people. You have to have the right people in the right jobs in order to be successful. We talk about this on almost every single episode of the show, so I feel like a broken record, but not only do you have to have the right seats with the right people in them, you have to develop trusting relationships with them. You have to know the strengths and weaknesses of everyone on your team and set up an environment where everybody can thrive. On previous episodes of the show, we've talked about tools like Enneagram, human design, and other things you can do to get to know your team, their strengths and weaknesses, preferred working styles, default ways of being, you know, those types of things. All of those go into creating trusting relationships. We also have episodes about how to have uncomfortable conversations, how to give feedback, how to receive feedback. Those are all things that go into the people side. 
And you have to be good at making decisions about who should do certain roles and tasks, who to hire, when to let someone go, and how to coach them to do their best work and be great. The people pee is honestly why I started this podcast and my business, People Principles. How ironic is that? Double P overall. And it's because managers need to develop these skills. Leaders need to develop these skills. Entrepreneurs need to develop these skills. Every single book you read about leadership or entrepreneurship talks about the importance of people and having the right team. In my experience, they all do a great job of making you terrified on that you need to hire a great team, but they don't give you any practical or implementable, I don't know if that's a word, advice on how to do it. So my hope is that listening to this show, you feel like you're learning how to do some of the people things how to do it well, and not just why it's important. My hope with the show, not just this episode, but the show overall is that you're given simple steps you can take to make a great place to work, a great work environment, because it's super important. So those are the three Ps. You need to consistently be thinking about these things so that your business can evolve. As your team grows, you're going to be more and more removed from your day-to-day work, right? You're not going to be the one responding to clients or building the thing or doing the thing. Your job becomes more and more about being a force multiplier for your team, meaning you need to get better results through others. That's what your job becomes as you continue to grow and scale a team. Your job as your team gets bigger is to focus on training your current team, recruiting and hiring new team members, helping everyone become more effective, setting the vision, all of those things. Not everybody wants that. Not everyone signed up for that. And that's part of being a boss. Not wanting it and not knowing what to do are two very different things. And it's a skill. I talk about this all the time. Being a good boss is a skill that you learn and you develop along the way through coaches, through learning, through trying. So don't just because you're not good at it, don't write it off that you don't want to do it. You might actually want to, and it might just require you trying a little bit of different things. So now that I've basically plugged every single episode on my show so far, think about whatever P, people, process, and purpose you're not focusing on as much and that you should be doing, which ones are you like not great at and double down on it for the first quarter of the year. It's a practice and you have to be committed to becoming a good boss and a good leader. That's the first thing. So practice is perfect. I believe you can get better. I've seen some shitty bosses become great bosses. So I bet you have the potential in you as well. So go out there and be a good boss. If you're over there wondering, oh shit, I don't know where to start with building a team or how to hire. I've got you covered. I created a course specifically so you can learn everything I've learned and continue to invest time in improving about setting up your hiring machine. You can enroll and start today at hiringschool.com. P.S. This is the process leading startups are using to scale their teams and we're teaching it to you. 